breathwork is it's like the gateway to our consciousness and it's the gateway for us to have presence and awareness and if we can have awareness about our life then all of a sudden it's the game changes and so instead of life becoming something that's always sort of happening to us then we start realizing that you know it's happening for us and then it starts going into a space where so we can master our breath which means we can control our emotions which means then we can in a way dictate our future we can co-create our future which is a pretty potent space to be welcome to conversations with soul a podcast with the intention to bring you back home to yourself these Heart to Hearts are hosted by Miri and Liz, the co-owners of Soul Cleanse, a holistic health offering specializing in organic juice and whole food cleanse programs, plus so much more. With our guests, we will be diving into conversations about holistic health, spirituality, emotions, relationships, sustainability, plus other juicy topics that light us up. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Soul. You're with Mary today and I'm so pleased to be here with my personal breathwork teacher and mentor, Trey Williams. So I've been to quite a few of the breathwork sessions that he's run over the years and had some really profound um, things for myself personally. And I also did my breathwork teacher training through Trey, which is really inspiring and amazing. Um, and Trey is also a transformation coach um, specializing in helping people to move beyond self-doubt and procrastination to live their life's work in the most impactful and abundant way. So Trey does some really amazing, potent work, and we're so happy to have you here today, Trey. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having us. Looking mm-hmm. forward to this. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I've already brought up in a number of podcasts how much I love breathwork, so it's just really special for me to be able to share this with everybody and and really get the words from Trey, you know, who's been doing it for a really long time. Um, so before we dive right into the episode and all the questions I've got for you, um, could you share with us what you do regularly to bring yourself back home to yourself? Yeah, good question. Coming back to yourself has been, I think, the journey for me over, you know, quite a period of time is just sort of finding, you know, what sort of works and, you know, the ability to come back into that safe sort of space where I can feel regulated and I can feel relaxed again. So there's many sort of practices, you know, that I love to use. And definitely the big savior for me has been breath work. That's mm-hmm. been probably the quickest, most potent thing, you know, that, that works for me to be able to come back to calm sort of space and to be able to regulate. Um, and, you know, I do many other things. I love, I love getting into nature. That's probably... One of my favorite things every week is just to get out and just lay down on on the dirt and uh, just take a hike through nature. Mm-hmm. Surfing is another thing that is, yeah, it's like a meditation, just being out in the ocean and just being away from it all, being able to to drop in and, and have a wave. So, yeah, that's uh, a few things that I just love to be able to come back to mm. myself. But I think coming back to self is really also the big key is, is awareness is, you know, being able to mm. have that awareness and to understand uh, what self is. So mm. uh, we, we can come back to a place where we feel safe. We can definitely come back to a relaxed sort of a zone. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. So let's get started with your story. I always love the story and the journey that people go on to get to the point know that they're able to share so beautifully with their community like what you do so I'd love it if you could share with us a little bit of your journey of how you discovered breathwork and and how you came to this point yeah it's been quite a journey you know when I first sort of got onto this path it was you know it was quite an awakening I I come from a background where I was into um, sport and you know I wasn't I had nothing to do with spirituality or awakening I didn't grow up in that sort of I guess a lifestyle uh, growing up down in in Adelaide, and I uh, <clears throat> I think like many people, we we sort of have these awakenings through some sort of uh, pain, and mm. for me, that's really what it was was uh, a football accident when I was younger. Uh, I would have been probably about fifteen, and 
I had a, a pretty bad sort of a, a head accident playing football and it just really made me, well, it forced me to take stock of where I was and life and and things, I guess, got a bit worse after that, after having the concussion. And so I guess I was on a bit of a search for to find, you know, what, what could help me. And then a few other things sort of happened. I was traveling overseas and I got Lyme disease and sort of, I guess, in a, at a very young age, in my teenage years, I I had sort of the, the footy accident um, and then I had uh, Lyme disease. And so I kind of entered my early 20s uh, in pretty bad shape. So I was severely depressed, highly anxious, and, you know, I didn't really know how to get out of it apart from, I guess, dabbling in, you know, the only thing I knew, which was alcohol or drugs or parties or whatever it was to try and, I guess, numb the pain of mm. being present with what I had to sort of deal with. And so I think there was, you know, they say things come in threes. And the third thing was a, a relationship that meant a lot to me um, ended. And I, I took it pretty hard. And I think that's when I really went on this search, like, you know, mm. what what is this all about? Um, and, and how am I ever going to move through this heartbreak and, and this pain? And at the time, I, I really didn't think that I could. And that's when uh, I discovered yoga. And being able to, to do yoga and to, to breathe and to learn meditation was like in my early 20s uh, here on the Gold Coast was just such a profound experience. And mm. I never forget, you know, the first time that I um, got to lay down into relaxation, shavasana in yoga, and it just felt, it just felt like it was a home. I just felt mm. for the first time all of my troubles weren't like in this moment. And everything that I felt like I was suffering from, it just didn't actually exist. And I felt peace. I felt love, um, had tears. And I was just like, this is incredible. So I went on a bit of a journey and I just said, I'm going to seek out everything I can to find myself coming back to this type of love and this type mm -hmm. of peace. So then I went on a bit of a journey and it kind of led me into uh, more yoga and more meditation and then I, I really loved all the shifts that were happening within myself. And it's like anything, you know, when we start to have improvements, we want to share it with other people. So I just wanted to help as many people as I could to have some of these transitions. And that kind of led to coming into life coaching or transformational coaching. Mm -hmm. And and then the I guess the final piece was more of, I guess, a bottom-up approach, which is how I came into breath work. And that was the real game changer for me was learning how to work from the bottom up and how to work through uh, emotions and have transformation in a, a really quick and, and rapid way. And so, I, yeah, I got into breath work and I think the very first session I ever did, it was just so profound because I kind of skipped a few levels in breath work and just went straight for the full-on cathartic um, transformational breathing. And, and that's where I kind of had that shift and it's like, you know, I'd love to learn more about this and yeah, wow, I'd love to perhaps teach this. And uh, and that was, I guess, the, the gateway, the segue into learning more about breath and, and how potent the breath is. Mm. Amazing. And then you've gone on and done so many different versions of that, haven't you, with your training? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I I, I just, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed the experience of, uh, like I sort of got, I guess, in a way, I just dived straight into the therapeutic breath work where, you know, I had these profound experiences that were, you know, they were like a plant medicine journey where I just dropped in and like you just lose sense of yourself and your mind and your thoughts and 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 in that space I thought I'd love to learn more about it. And then I guess I've I've backtracked and I've wanted to learn more about the grounding breaths and mm. and what's what's functional breathing and how do we actually incorporate functional breathing day to day. And then also how can we have these big transformational experiences where we get to shift and actually transcend and like alter our path. So, mm. yeah, it's, I've kind of, I guess, geeked out uh, with learning from as many people as I, I can with, with the mm. breath just because it's, it's really saved me in terms of where I was to, to where things are now. Mm. And you sort of touched on the transformational breath and then also the more grounding functional breathing could you I know there's so many different types of techniques and so on could you give just a bit of a brief overview of what what actually is breath work what what can that mean what kinds of different things can you do 
Um, and also where where has it evolved from and, and where is it evolving into? Like I know there's sort of there's a lot of yogic practices that include it and then there's other people like Wim Hof and lots of more science-based methods and, and studies happening. So I'd love it if you could give us mm. just sort of like an overview for people maybe that aren't so familiar with breathwork. Yeah, well, I mean, breathwork is it's like the gateway to our consciousness and it's the gateway for us to have presence and awareness. And if we can have awareness about our life, then all of a sudden it's the game changes. And so instead of life becoming something that's always sort of happening to us, then we start realizing that, you know, it's happening for us. And then it starts going into a space where so we can master our breath, which means we can control our emotions, which means then we can, in a way, dictate our future. We can co-create our future, mm. which is a pretty potent space to be. And I think, you know, the breath is because it's such a gateway, then there's different ways that we can fall into breath. And so, you know, we've got functional breathing, which is, you know, even just learning how to breathe properly has just got mm. the most profound uh, effects. Just, you know, learning that, you know, our body has basically been manipulated through the patterns that we've been breathing. And so, you know, we're basically living these patterns from how we've habitually been breathing. And if we haven't mm. been breathing in the most functional way, then that's going to affect our biology, neurology, our, mm. our psychology. And so we get this beautiful opportunity to learn how to, to functionally breathe. And so that goes into different um, areas where you have, like you said, you know, there's, um, there's people now that have brought it to the West in such a rapid way, like Wim Hof. Mm. And Wim has made it incredibly popular it's very simple and and so you know there's the the yogic breathing which is also in within functional breath work uh, and then you can move into you know the different aspects of therapeutic breath work which is kind of going all the way which is a, a very deep journey and so there's, there's many different I guess gateways into breath but I think the first place to start is is to have an awareness of breath because if we do have an awareness of breath, then we realize that we have control over our nervous system. Mm. And when we have control over our nervous system, then we get to learn how to be in a flow state or we can learn how to be uh, in a performance state or mm. we can learn how to transcend our, our mindset. And so the breath um, has got you know many different, I guess, pathways. And so if you're new to breath work, I think it's really good to be asking yourself, what is it that I would love to get out of breath work? Mm -hmm. Would I love to learn to uh, be more relaxed? Would I really love to have more confidence? Or mm. potentially would I love to have uh, more energy? And then we can start to seek out different modalities that uh, could help with what it is that you'd like uh, to achieve with breath work. And, you know, what's popular right now is, breath work is the, the the word that we know and, and it's really talking about conscious circular breathing so mm -hmm. it's a uh, it's a breath in a beat and it's conscious and it's circular uh, and that's very stimulating and it's it's a different way of breathing from functional so functional usually is more parasympathetic it's more vagal toning and it's more helping somebody to be in a specific state, which would be great for performance, or it's really learning the mastery of, say, your brain state. Mm -hmm. uh, or, it, you know, it can really help people to, you know, I know in the past I've suffered this a lot with procrastination. And so breathwork helps you to come into the present moment and mm -hmm. push down the hormones, the chemicals of procrastination, mm -hmm. and you can actually start to shift and utilize things like focus and dopamine and have results in that way and then you can move into the very the deep breath which is it's more sympathetic breathing and it's where we just freaking just go for it mm -hmm. it's where we get deeper insights into um, who we are and where we're headed and also access to you know the past we get to access our unconscious mind and we get to see some of our traumas and and limiting beliefs and we get to we get to sort of see things from a, a different picture. So 
I think entering breathwork is, it's really up to you as to what you would love. And there's an entry point for everybody. It's just mm. being aware of our breath because we're really the only animals that can actually choose what breath we're doing. Mm. You know, it's like if you were to be walking your dog down the beach, you know, you're the one that can stop and you can regulate and choose what breath you're going to use. Mm. And so that's pretty amazing, uh, you know, being a human that we have this ability to change our our thoughts and our physiology just by the way we're breathing. Mm, yeah, that's pretty powerful. I think my favorite thing or what I often turn to breath work for is just that feeling again, you know, we asked us at the beginning, coming back home to yourself. I find that breath work is like the most powerful way to just cut through any chitter chatter that's going on in my mind and just to find myself again and find my truth and and you know find some direction maybe or yeah, just to really, really tune into myself again. I love that so much. Yeah, absolutely, isn't it? And and it's just such a, a fast way to be able to come back into that presence mm. outside of all the different thoughts that, that we're having. And and like you're saying, it's when we come back into this this moment, uh, that's when we actually come into back into presence, our potential as well. Mm. Yeah, I love that. So as, as you, you've already mentioned that breathwork is becoming more popular, I've, I mean, I've seen that so much myself. I remember the first time that I came to your house to do it, I think when you're just getting started and, and that was like really early on, I think, in the whole Western, everyone getting into breathwork. But then, you know, before that, again, I threw some more yogic Indian sort of practices. That was my very first introduction. So it's been interesting to watch it really become quite mainstream and I'm you know so pleased that it has because I think it's so powerful for you know and in the, the the more transformational sessions that you're talking about for people to really really transcend those things that are holding them back basically the the traumas and the emotions that are all you know been lingering around for a while so what, what do you think sort of that that process is or the evolution and why, why do you think it's become so popular and what what have you been seeing over the years that you've been doing because it, it must you know it must have been what at least five or six years that you've been in the space now yeah it's funny <laughs> you just reminded me you know having a few people sort of in in the living room here and I think back then uh, even in this sort of region there wasn't many people that you know were teaching breath work and it's definitely in probably the last few years, you know, things have, have really shifted. And mm. like you say, I think it's such a, a powerful thing and just so grateful that, you know, I think we're all waking up a lot more. And I think we're also, we're ready for this technology. I think we're ready to learn to come back more to ourself and to be within ourselves to, like you said, have more direction and to be able to come back to that state of peace and but I think it's it's grown so much I think one of the reasons would be you know just having the internet and having mm. access to video you know when I first started teaching yoga and learning yoga everything was just in books and you had to go to the uh, the India or the Himalayas or you had to go to the far you know corners of the earth mm. to be able to learn from some of these these masters and and I think now we have access to, you know, use these um, powerful techniques just from our, our living room. So I think that's been a huge catalyst is, you know, mm. having the web open up and having the ability to access all these different amazing teachers. And also, too, sometimes it takes somebody to, I guess, push the envelope in what's possible with mm. things. And, you know, our friend Wim is such a... Uh, you know, a beautiful mentor and has really, I think in a way, just his passion and his energy has, you know, has has, has been able to reach so many people. And yeah. I think that that's such a, a great thing because what Wim wanted to do was to not only, you know, show the breaths and what they can do, but he wanted to prove the science that, uh, mm. that this, that what's possible. As soon as he did start incorporating the science, that's when people started to, you know, to really listen and to, to see that this is something that, you know, we can quantify this and it actually works and mm. you know, we can control the nervous system. And all the things we've read about has has sort of been proven. And two, you know, it's been an interesting few years as well with, you know, since 2020, we've been in such a, 
a place that we haven't really been for well a long time on this on this earth. So I think it's made a lot of people realize and and come closer to themselves, as in closer to themselves and their community and other people, and to realize I think what's really important is mm-hmm. is our health, and what's really important is our our consciousness. And so, you know, breath has become yeah, it's just a lot more mainstream. There's so many great teachers out there now. And, uh, you know, you can pretty much, you can practice from home and, Mm. and, you know, there's so many more people now to practice with, you know, I think every week there's some sort of a a breath event that's happening around the country. And yeah, it's so beautiful to see. Mm. Yes. I think with the work that Wim's done, it's, he's made it really accessible to a lot of people in that, you know, you don't have to be a female yogi spiritual seeker to access it. You know, he's he's created a appeal for athletes and men and, you know, people wanting the performance as well, which I think is really amazing because it's kind of like a segue, right? Like that you have people that may be more interested in, in going to the gym and their physique and their strength, and then they're doing these potent breath techniques to support you know, development in that area, but then as a byproduct, you can't really help growing as a person and, and developing as a person, you know, as a amazing aside and, and, you know, quite likely going on a whole different path in your life from having that mm. exposure and those experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that I've noticed is, you know, there's a lot more men that are now mm. learning breath work and the, the byproduct is, you know, people are coming kinder and and more awakened and more mm. loving and and there's this this movement of of you know more men that are like opening up their heart and yeah. and I think this is helping in so many different ways particularly in self relationship and mm. uh, and 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 awakening relationships like as a whole and so yeah it's such a, an amazing time i think to be here just to have all these different practices and you know i think in years gone by too you know there were so many hoops you had to jump through uh in the the lineages of whatever yeah. it was whether it was yoga or you know and you know we're, we're now learning breath work and we're learning you know specific breaths that were revered that you might not be able to um mm. you know you may not be privy to for many many years on the path and in a short amount of time, we have access to these. And I think what's been shown is that some of these breaths are so simple and the results that come from them are instantaneous. And in a world where, you know, things are so fast paced and we kind of want that instant gratification, mm. then what a beautiful combo. We can take a few breaths, we can alter our state, we can feel better. And the cool thing is it's free. Yeah. And you can access it at any time inside yourself yeah that's exactly it and so and so when you were sort of saying you know what um are the practices and things that you know that you use daily it's it's having more awareness of the breath 24 7 it's Mm. being more in tune uh, everywhere you are whether you're standing in the line at a supermarket or you're you know you're sitting at the traffic lights it's oh okay i've got an opportunity to help my consciousness to grow and to also handle uh, my window of tolerance as to how much you know I can handle in terms of stress and mm. and my capacity as a, as a human. So I think that is something that's starting to change too. Is we're 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 learning to bring breathwork into into the workplace or into parenthood or every mm. everything we do, we can access this this beautiful awareness of breath. Mm. Yeah, I can definitely see the power of doing it every day. I remember in our teacher training. One of you, you talked about using breath to sort of change your program in the moment. Like if you catch if you're catching yourself having um, like a negative thought or a repetitive thought that's not not serving you, to use some techniques just to to break that in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's my real passion in, in in coaching because you know if you think about it, like you know it's almost like we're on a program and, mm. until we're conscious, right? So we wake up, and if we're not fully conscious and aware of our of our breath, then we're we're in a program, and it's continuously mm-hmm. just the same program that we had yesterday. Potentially the same program that was from childhood when it when the program's potentially started, mm. and then all of a sudden we take a deep breath, 
we come out of the program and we come into this free will. We actually come into this moment where we can shift and change things. And in the moment, we get to choose a new quantum experience. We get to choose how's the next moment going to be. Mm. And so that's why I love the, uh, I guess, the, the, the new programming um, side of breathwork because you really get an opportunity to become a new you. Mm. Have they done studies on any like brain activity or anything around that, do you know? Yeah, so if you, um, I mean, you could, there's pe- many people out there. One, obviously, Wim has got many studies, but uh, Joe Dispenza has some really great work uh, mm. where he can actually, um, they've done tests to see, you know, what the brain is doing in certain states uh, and, and even just the basic tests of looking at the brainwave states and, and looking into theta and and looking into alpha and actually seeing which parts of the brain is firing and wiring when you have a different thought and you can actually mm. be there talking into right now I am creating this thought and then you see the different piece and I tell you you know it's also great to listen to some of the podcasts you know with people like um like Huberman and and how they you know some of the the way they're talking about the science of change now and using breath work and the science of change and how mm. dopamine's involved and how you actually set up a reward pattern for your vision as long as you're giving it time frames and as long as you're giving it a certain focus and they're actually seeing that with a certain amount of focus the brain changes Mm. and so we get to change our focus through our breathing Mm. and that's what i bring into yeah the the workshops and also coaching is is helping to become a uh, you know a new person through presence Mm. and also having a new vision so you don't Mm. keep um, recycling and going over the same patterns. Yeah, I love that. And I, f- I feel like for me it has such a more simple and achievable approach. You know, going back like maybe 10 years ago and personal development was all about affirmations and like actually you trying to force your brain to change. And I love that with breath, you don't have to know anything, do anything with your mind. You know, you just have to trust in the breath and just do it and then things will happen as they're supposed to, and I, I feel like it makes it, yeah, much more achievable to actually mm. have results and it takes so much less, I don't know, I don't know if willpower is the right word, but you're not fighting yourself on, on something. You're really just paying attention, being aware and knowing that it's time to do breath work. It's not knowing, you know, how you have to change something or what needs to be changed or, or telling yourself that you have to change it, so, so change it now mm. kind of thing. It's like, okay. I'm in, in mm. the, I'm in this thought, I'm in, I'm in this emotion and so now I just need to do breath work and then whatever's supposed to happen naturally will just start to evolve and, and, and happen. Well, that's right. And, and by you know, practicing these, these breaths, you're actually plugging into the cycle of, of nature. Mm. And so the breath actually does you. And then as you're actually in this breath cycle, then the next perfect thing appears for you. Mm. And so, and, and so it's such radical results to change your breathing. And then you notice that people start acting differently around you, or all of a sudden you mm. may be thinking of somebody and they just appear uh, down the local shops or something. And you're like, okay, this is really starting to get interesting because mm. we are literally shifting and changing and manipulating our outer world by shifting through uh, our inner world. And the way we do manifest, everything is a frequency. Mm. And so, yeah, I, you know, I love affirmations as well. And I think they definitely serve a purpose for many things, but by coming into breath work, uh, you, it's not, you're consciously trying to, like you say, will it to happen? Yeah. You're actually allowing it to happen. And yeah. it's, it's also really hard to create a new you from the same brain that's right there saying, oh, I'd like to change. Right. <laughs> so when you do breath work, it's pretty amazing because as you start doing the deeper breath work, all of a sudden you come out of the brain that's wishing and hoping to change and you come into a different space. You come Mm. into a different reality. And that is where you then impregnate your vision. That's where you start feeling into the life that you would love, but you start to feel it as if it's already happening right now. Mm. And then because the brain is then thinking what's already happening right now and then we start talking about neuroplasticity Mm. then if it's happening in this moment then we start firing and wiring these different circuits and that's why we start seeing different results 
Mm. And that's that's what I call the neuro breath. It's sort of a new process I'm using in coaching is is helping people to get to these states where they can actually implement that. And like we said, from the bottom up, so it's not like the old approach, which is mm. you know, the willpower and all the affirmations and trying to will it to happen. It's a lot easier if you just trust, allow, and let the medicine actually come through you. Yeah, I love that. So have you got any sort of tangible stories or examples from yourself or um, some of your clients with what they've transformed or experienced or changed over over either one one session alone or from working with you over a period of time what kind of what kind of transformations have you seen yeah you know as soon as somebody has like an awareness of breath so even if you just come back to like this basic approach of okay i'm now breathing and i'm aware that i'm breathing like in that space that yeah that's when the shifts start to happen right as long as people are willing and and they're open, they're going to see some really big changes. So, you know, when I first started, I mean, there's just so many because, you know, in so many different environments, um, you know, there's so many, uh, I guess, different things happening. But even just if I think, if I go back to like the very start and, you know, helping people to just breathe correctly, mm. like just learning how to do a a belly breath and actually learn how to use the, the the correct system of breathing. You know, I've had people, you know, from way back at the start, people that highly stressed individuals that have just had so much success within their business purely mm. because instead of them fighting against their business or, you know, fighting against abundance, they're actually in abundance because they're more uh, in the moment, which is they're in that, that zone. And so even just little wins I've had, um, you know, I've had airline pilots that were trying to learn to reduce their stress or mm. their blood pressure so they could re-sit their medical so they could mm. then keep flying for these companies, you know, all the way up to people who just come to maybe one of the deeper breaths, the therapeutic breath sessions, and in one session they've gone home and reconnected maybe with a, a mother or father they're not spoken to for mm. like so many years. You know, or they, you know, when we go into the deeper breath sessions, you know, they've had the ability to actually go back and experience their whole birth process again mm-hmm. and just transform in like, it's, 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 it's just so many miracles that you see mm-hmm. in breath work. And, you know, some of the big shifts I've seen too is when I've had, uh, you know, people on say longer programs where they get to do the breath, have a vision, come back the next week, we have breath and a vision. And then we just kind of, we're working through resistance, come back Mm. to breath, take action. And so when people really allow themselves to be in the present moment, learn how to relax, and then the next key is take action. Yeah, I've seen so many beautiful, profound changes, you know, and even just from, I guess, a family perspective, just with, you know, my son, like just, you know, allowing him to learn easy breath work that helps him in school or in social situations or when he's, you know, wanting to do something in sport just to to be able to calm down and relax. So, mm. yeah, it really is endless, the miracles that, that happen. And, you know, when we get to come back home to our true power, which is our infinite potential, which is coming back to the only moment that exists, as my teacher says, the only moment that ever exists is right now and Mm. so when people come to these sessions and they realize they can't run away from themselves and they realize that the only relationship you ever have is like right now in this moment i think that's the biggest shift because then people have this beautiful relationship that they don't need to escape from and then they also realize that there's nothing that they can add to make their life any better Mm. and then they start practicing and have rituals of breath work and they bring it into their daily life. Mm. Yeah, and I just love, you know, the feedback and hearing people years later say, you know, what's been happening. Yeah. I mean, I can totally associate with the the miracles happening, you know, like yeah, it's so profound. And especially in the deeper in the deeper breath work sessions are things that have come up for me over the years have just been miraculous as you've said, you know, in terms of healing or in terms of sort of presenting things that I needed to see or, yeah, and I can definitely see how working with you over time with the action steps in between would be really powerful because sometimes what I find is if I do more like a shorter but deep session and I find sort of these truths and then 
when you go about your your norm, normal in quotation marks daily life, sometimes it seems it's harder to connect to what you know is true when you're in the moments of breathwork. So it would be mm. helpful to keep connecting to bring the truth into reality, you know, in, into the real truth. Yeah, that's it. And I think once you you sort of have that daily practice, then you get to, yeah, the ability to implement this and actually make it happen. And then, you know, if anyone is out there about to do breath sessions, like the real key to change is just to make sure that you have a real solid intention when you're going in mm. because it's intention on a time frame which is going to help you to start shifting your brain. Mm. I also just find that, you know, even a daily fairly simple practice has such profound results like when you're really consistent with with the practice, which actually makes me think of the you, you've got your abundance, 21 day abundance practice as well, haven't you? Maybe you could share a little mm. bit about that. Having a ritual is a real game changer mm. because you know, habits is how things are going to shift and when if you look at anyone who's, you know, high performing and I guess any sort of area of life, you know, there's a few key things that, that these people might be doing. And, you know, potentially one of them is, you know, an early riser, they're, they're up early. And the other thing is they've got a little kit, they've got a way of doing rituals and mm. they have these ways of just always getting into like a, a state or, you know, being receptive and being very open to the, the moment of maybe what's to come for their life, their business, their relationships, so they're, so they're really present. And so, yeah, it, it is really important to have what we call a sadhana, and mm. a sadhana is a, a daily practice. And a daily practice is in my Himalayan heritage is we go by like a certain amount of days. Like, so we might, do, we might do a certain sadhana that goes for, like you said, 21 days or say 54 days, uh, and, and the reason is because that's sometimes how long it takes to reprogram our unconscious. And yeah, one of my, uh, I guess, something that I really geek out and I absolutely love is abundance. And, you know, what is abundance and how can we enjoy more of it? And, you know, there's, there's practices that can bring us into alignment with uh, that frequency. Uh, and it also helps us to take away the things that are getting in the way of having abundance um, and whatever abundance means to you, but things that might be getting in the way could be not not believing in ourselves enough, you know, things that I used to have a PhD in procrastination, like I said before, you know, there's always wondering what are people thinking or, you know, am I good enough to do this? Mm. When we have a daily practice, we're focusing so much on how can we do it? We're focusing on that I am connected and we're focusing on the key words that I am and I am is a statement that I'm at one with everything. I'm already whole. There's nothing that needs to be added. And then we start doing a breathwork practice around that. And so like you said, it could be a 21-day breathwork practice for uh, abundance or it could be 21 days of breathwork for confidence. It could be, you know, what I now teach is the neurocalm is actually 21 days of how can I be a lot calmer, and how can I ease my anxiety? And how can I feel so comfortable in my own skin mm. such that I then am more loving, I'm more connected? And then you become very intuitive because when you start tapping into this, this force, this, this energy, this quantum field, then life starts to work through you and you start mm. realizing that, that life is happening for you. And it's not happening to you. And that's a huge part. If, 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 if people just grab that part, which was life is happening for me mm. and I can be aware of my breath and then I turn this into a ritual or a sudden every day and I start feeling into my truth and what's my vision. And, yeah, we're going to have days where, you know, things happen and that's life. But then we learn through the breath work, oh, I know how to breathe through that resistance mm. or I know how to sit with myself through that funny feeling of potentially my shadow or, you know, or where's that part that I need to maybe hold myself. My inner child maybe just needs a little bit of love right now. Mm. And then you care for yourself so much that you have these beautiful practices that you devote time every day. And when the universe sees that you've devoted time to yourself every day and you're doing this breath work, then 
beautiful things start to happen mm. because you're worthy, you're deserving of this of this life, you know. And and they're the things that so radically help me out of depression and you know anxiety. And we all have these moments still, but if we can be easy on ourselves and realize that we're only ever watching stories, we're only ever watching patterns, we're only ever watching energy. And so then if we can actually just be here as the watcher, the observer, but know that we are always the sun, yet Mm -hmm. all we're doing is watching clouds every day, it's just like this, oh, what a relief Mm. that I am, like I just am. Mm. And and I am means I am enough. <laughs> I'm yeah. worthy. I'm yeah. highly freaking valuable. Mm. And then then what kicks in next, which is so potent, is your purpose. Mm. And so what you notice is anyone that starts doing these daily practices, your purpose it starts to reveal. Mm. Wow, that's very potent. I mean, I feel like everyone is searching for their purpose to some extent, aren't they? Yeah, and I can see yeah. how by showing up every day, you're really making that commitment to yourself. So really sealing in all those feelings of self-worth and value because you're proving it to yourself by showing up. Yeah, 100%. And do you is there a particular practice that you really lean on the most or and I'm sure that has evolved over time? Can you just share a little bit around different practices you've leaned on and maybe different points of time in your life and what you're doing now? Yeah. You know, what really interests me about the breath is, you know, there's so many different types of breath for so many different things that we might need. And when we talked at the start, you know, we're talking about there's breath for uh, functionality and there's breath Mm -hmm. for say for therapy. I go with sort of what I'm needing at that time. And, you know, lately it's been, you know, I've been really busy and, and, and the busier you get, then I like to lean on more of the parasympathetic breaths to mm-hmm. calm the nervous system yeah. and to, you know, come back into homeostasis and to help my window of tolerance if it kind of blows out. So when I first started doing the Himalayan breath work, when I sort of shifted more from yoga, it was all full power. It was real gritty Shiva, like tapping into that real masculine to get the business running. And I just needed that, that at that time, I just needed that energy. And it works so beautifully well in terms of taking action and, and, and abundance and, and having the confidence to be able to speak and to help people and to, to run different events and things. And then there's just been, I guess, a bit of a flow and a bit of a change lately where it's been, you know, probably a little bit more calming and more meditative it's been yeah a a lot of you know i've been doing a lot of things like yoga nidra lately which is just laying down and just watching my breath just observing Mm. and actually Mm. allowing the breath to wash through different parts of the body so it helps to sort of tune in and for if anyone is lacking sleep you know things like just having awareness of breath for 10 minutes just setting alarm and just laying down and just noticing the different parts of the body and then there's different parts of the tapes of the day where i might want to you know, bring in like the accelerator breath. And I always say that breath work is a, a bit of a mixture between like the accelerator mm. and then also, you know, the break. And so if you know a bunch of breaths that can help you to upregulate and mm. also to downregulate, mm. then, you know, you're on a winner because like we have different parts of the day. There's, you know, there's certain parts of the day that are really yin. There's parts of the day that are really young. And so all throughout the day, it's almost like, I think of my programs or the breath I do is more like sort of, I guess, the UFC where there's all these different sort of breaths and they all kind of mix and match and it really just depends. You know, there might be times at school pickup where, okay, it's an accelerator breath because I've got to get some energy right now. I've just had a a huge day, so I kind of want to upregulate things. Uh, And then, you know, more in the nighttime, it's always good to downregulate to match the energy of, um, you know, the sun and the moon and just to Mm. come back into some really calming breaths. But I think in this fast-paced world, like, you know, unless you really want some of the deeper therapeutic uh, healing sort of breaths, I think we all could just do with just some easy calming breaths Mm. and, you know, just simple things like breathing out longer than we're breathing in. Yeah. You know, coming back to being a nose breather. Mm. like these things just just being a nose breather and having an exhale that goes a lot like twice as long as an inhale i mean just that could dramatically help someone to come back in to Mm. relaxation Mm. and just for the listeners um trey has very kindly offered to do a recording of 
a one of one of the breathwork techniques that he uses for one of our um, drop-in podcast sessions. So that will hopefully will be launching shortly after this podcast. So you'll have to t- stay tuned for that. Yeah, um, looking forward to it. Yeah, and Trey, before we just wrap up, I just uh, you've mentioned a few times throughout this about your Himalayan teachings. I'd love um, just to hear a little bit more about that and your connection with learning the breaths from the Himalayas. When I first, you know, got into breath work, it actually happened in this room here. And I was really fortunate enough to have, you know, Wim Hof sitting in this this exact room like all those years ago. And when he took us through the transformational, the deep breaths, it was so profound. Like it was so deep for me. I told you before, like I just couldn't stop crying. It was just such a really potent sort of experience. And then just the interaction with him and, and just some of the belief that he instilled with with breath, it really, I guess it made me, I really wanted to learn like, you know, where did he get these breaths mm. from? Like surely they got to come from somewhere. And so, you know, I just sort of tracked things down and I, it all, all roads led to the Himalayas and just happened as it always does that as I started to really open up in the mind and think, well, I'd love to learn these breaths. Then all of a sudden uh, my current teacher happened to be on the Gold Coast mm. and he was traveling around Australia. So yeah, as soon as uh, I went to this evening and we, we did some deep breath work, this Himalayan breath where you do breath holding, you do um, short, fast breaths, you do slow breaths, and we call them like a, like a journey. And, you know, he said, I think there was a moment there where he was talking into what the ego needed and he was saying, you know, the ego always needs security and it always is looking for that safety. And I realized in that moment, like, yeah, that's the stuff that I need is just to transcend mm. this freaking ego. And how do I learn to come back to just peace? So yeah, I traveled many times to, to India and I got to study with him and, you know, we ended up learning about 18 of these type Wim Hof, we call them cosmic breaths. And, and then what, what that came with, I didn't realize there was a lot more that we learned, not just these cosmic breaths that help you transcend your mindset to then in a way, predict your future of where things are headed. But we also do these breaths called a Kriya breath. And a Kriya is a a breath and a movement together. And it's an evolutionary action. And so it's very much aligned with the chakra system. And so we do different Kriya breaths that help to upregulate and to tune in the chakra system. And then the final piece is this Himalayan transformational breathing, which is laying down and i didn't mention this before but it's something i do once a week in my practices like i lay down for a whole hour and you know i do this deep himalayan conscious circular breathing where i'm aware of my body i'm aware of the breath and and everything i'm feeling and that himalayan aspect is you know where we move into chitta pure consciousness and so we transcend this beta brain this western crazy mind and we just go all the way and as we go all the way something happens so beautifully in the brain is we skip a part of the brain that's always forwards and backwards and we then get have some blood flow where the blood moves deep out of the prefrontal cortex it goes into the amygdala and we get to have a look at unresolved wounds and um, limiting beliefs and so to be able to utilize this Himalayan way where you get to access the calming of mastering of the nervous system, you know, the, the accelerator of the cosmic breath for energy and the Kriya for evolution. But then you move into the lay down, which is where we get to go really, really deep. And like I've said before, it's almost like a plant medicine journey. It's full on because we can release DMT. So you may get all the different colors and you might get all the different things happening. That's kind of really you know, where my practices are now. And I just love, you know, it's, it's my passion. I think when Wim kind of looked me in the eye and he believed in me and said, all right, that's it. You're speaking tomorrow at my conference. <laughs> it's, I think that was the moment where I was like, I want to give this back to other people. Yeah. And I want to, I want to look in someone else's eyes and say, Hey, you've got this. Like, these are the breaths that are going to help and get out there and help other people. Because mm. I know there's a bunch of people like me out there that have been struggling. Mm. And as a community, let's just go and awaken and, and help like one person at a time mm. to come home to their medicine, to remember who they are. And that's been the Himalayan way for me is come home and truly just remember like who you are. Mm. Again, it's I am that, that I am. Yeah. That's so beautiful. 
and you can feel that through all your teachings you know they feel very pure maybe like the intent you can feel the intention behind it that you have is so good you know you really want people to feel better and feel themselves it's awesome so I'm going to guess that people are probably pretty inspired by listening to this. I mean, if you haven't tried one of these transformational sessions, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. They really can be life-changing. So on that note, where's the best place to find you, Trey, and, and, and what, how, which ways are you working with people at the moment? Yeah, so probably the last 18 months, you know, like I said, my real passion has been helping other people to become facilitators of these Himalayan breaths and Himalayan ways. So I've been running different programs online and, you know, we also have a, a retreat coming up in December, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, next year there's going to be some some really great events with, with teacher training and also there's some new programs coming for everybody as well around sort of the chakras and, and performance and and, and things like that. So, yeah, I'm just really enjoying help seeing other people step into their leadership and to find their voice and to move sort of beyond some of the limitations. And so, yeah, if anyone wants to reach out and have a chat about things like that or maybe come to any of the, the other events, uh, it's probably Instagram would be a great one, you know, or they could they could come onto uh, the website. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's just Trey Williams in, on Instagram, is it? Yeah, so it's just Trey G Williams. Trey G Williams. We're, and we'll put, we'll put all this in the show notes yep. below as well. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah. Or just reach out. And the other thing too is if people want to just sort of dip their toe in, they can jump on the website. There's like a whole free program um, called the Amazing. Calm Kit. So if they want to download that, there's I think three little breath journeys that they can have a play with. Amazing. Thank you so much, Trey. It's been so wonderful chatting with you as always. And I'm sure we'll be touching base with you again in the future. Yeah, it's been so great. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, Trey. See ya. Thanks. Thank you for journeying with us today. We trust you received the wisdom shared in this episode. If you felt the resonance of the conversation and think it will support other people, please subscribe, share this episode and leave a review. Importantly, before we go, we'd like to acknowledge country and the Bundjalung Nation that we are recording this podcast on. We have so much gratitude for the abundant land we live upon that nourishes and heals us and we hold deep reverence for the First Nations people that care for our country and for the wisdom they keep. May we be open to continue to learn and grow.